buckle up for this week's NCAA tournament bubble watch. Here's how things stand as I see it, because Virginia Tech and NC State fans, among those who lost yesterday, are worried even about their teams, which we've been talking about as surefire NCAA squads for a long time. Nobody likes to lose earlier than expected. It happened with NC State losing to Boston College yesterday, 91-87. It happened with the Virginia Tech Hokies losing that huge lead against Notre Dame in the second half. Final score, Irish 71, Hokies 65. As we ask you to buckle up for this week's NCAA bubble watch, and as we remind you that in 1993, North Carolina became the first state to implement click it or kick ticket. To this day, not wearing a seatbelt can cost you up to $179 in fines. It is actually $263 if a passenger in your vehicle, 15 and under, doesn't have his or her seatbelt properly secured. That $263 fine goes to you, the driver of the vehicle. Buckle up or face a large fine. That's every seat, every time. It's the law in the great state of North Carolina. With that in mind, here's how I see things. Virginia's going to be a number one seed regardless of how it finishes its stay here in Brooklyn. Duke is on the two line as we speak. The Blue Devils have a chance to improve it, but I think they're highly likely to end up as a number two, pending their own results here, but also a lot of others around the country, are dominoes that could fall to their favor or could leave them on the number two line, maybe even if they won the ACC title here in Brooklyn. Carolina is on the 2-3 line as we speak. They have a chance to get some revenge on the Miami Hurricanes tonight. If they win the ACC tournament, you'll see Carolina up on the two line. Even if they lost to Miami today or maybe they lost to a Duke or a a Notre Dame tomorrow, I still think they're in great position to get a quality top four seed, maybe even staying right there on the three line. Clemson has been trending in the wrong direction. We'll see how they handle Boston College later this afternoon. But ACC number four, if you will, that's their seed here in Brooklyn. The Tigers have lost four of their last seven. They haven't been the same since they lost one of their better players, senior wingman Dante Grantham, to a season-ending injury. Quick side note, Clemson is the only original ACC school that has never won the ACC basketball tournament. 65-year-old event. Tigers have been around for all of it. Keep in mind, FSU joined the league in the early 90s. They finally got their NCAA or their ACC tournament victory earlier this decade. Miami's another football school that's a relative newcomer to the ACC a decade plus ago. Hurricanes, a few years ago, got their first ever ACC tournament basketball victory. Clemson Tigers are still waiting for their first 65 years in. I don't think they'll get it this year, but they will have a solid seed at the NCAA tournament this year. Probably a five, maybe a number six if they were to, say, lose to Boston College a little bit later today. Miami is in very good position, and they have been trending upward as the Tigers of Clemson have been trending downward. Miami's win in Chapel Hill over the Tar Heels bolstered their resume. As we speak, I think the Hurricanes are a sixth seed. Continuing down the line, I have heard from Florida State fans who were upset about their loss to Louisville yesterday, wondering whether the Seminoles were going to fall out of the NCAA picture. I have heard from Virginia Tech fans wondering the same after they let that huge lead get away to the Irish yesterday. I've heard from state fans wondering if the loss to BC could somehow bounce them all the way out of the NCAA tournament. I'm telling you, folks, there aren't many guarantees in life, so I won't use that word, but there is almost no imaginable, foreseeable, in any way likely scenario 
that any of those ACC teams is left out. In other words, you can be 99.99% certain that Virginia Tech, NC State, and Florida State are all still in the big dance. They're probably going to be on the 8-9 line in all three cases. We'll see how it shakes out there, maybe even a 10. But if you're in 8, 9, or 10, remember, you are not one of the very last teams in the field. It didn't feel good to lose yesterday. I get that. But it's all about your body of work. And in the case of the Wolfpack, for example, just because you suffered a disappointing defeat to Boston College yesterday does not mean they forget the other, you know, 30 games on your schedule. You still beat a Duke team that's going to be a one or a two seed. You still beat a Carolina team that's probably going to be a two or a three seed. You still beat an Arizona team that Dino Gaudio just described, you know, as a probable three or four and one of the more dangerous teams in this field. So they don't take those wins away from you. And most take a look at the teams on the bubble. They don't have three or four quality wins like the Wolfpack has. They're not going to get left out. Hokies are in. Seminoles are in. Wolfpack is in. That means eight locks for the Atlantic Coast Conference. Now, remember, beyond that, it's a little bit of a guessing game for the ACC. A year ago, the ACC set its all-time record with nine bids to the NCAA tournament. They had never gotten that as a league, and you know part of that is because they were only an eight- or nine-team league for a long time. In the modern era, now as a 15-team league and for a while as a 12- or 14-team league, well, of course your numbers are going to go up. Every one of those bids matters financially and perception-wise, and of course, as these coaches try to build their individual brands at these various ACC schools, Louisville, Syracuse, and Notre Dame. Again, outside the ACC's top eight. Top eight locks. Don't worry, Hokies fans. Don't worry, Wolfpack fans. Don't worry, FSU fans. The next three, there are clearly no promises. I believe Louisville is in. Louisville is in the process of losing to UVA. The Cavs are back up by double digits with about five minutes to go against that team. A 12-point deficit is really hard to overcome given the way they play defense and their slower tempo. I believe Louisville is going to get in even with a loss to UVA today. I don't say that with the same level of confidence where I put Virginia Tech, NC State, and FSU into the field as part of the eight locks in ACC terminology this year. I have Louisville in as ACC number nine, which again would tie last year's ACC record, most bids in a single tournament. Syracuse and Notre Dame are harder to predict in part because the Irish are still playing. Some bracketologists, including Jerry Palm of CBSSports.com, our recent guest, have the Orange barely in the tournament. I have them, and many other bracketologists agree with me. Joe Lenardi of ESPN would be one example. They have the, uh, the uh, uh, Orange barely out of the NCAA tournament. Since Syracuse has played its last game, losing to Carolina last night, you can't polish that resume. You can only slide down the ladder if there are upsets in other conference tournaments. So I am not optimistic about the Orange's chances, but I'm not saying it's an impossibility either. Guys who follow this even more closely than I do are disagreeing about where the Orange fall on the cut line. Meanwhile, Notre Dame is still playing. That's what makes their status harder to predict. If they beat Duke tonight, the Irish are going to be in. If they lose to Duke tonight, I don't think they're automatically out. I just I think it makes them the essence of a bubble team. If either Syracuse or Notre Dame or both somehow get in, 
The ACC sets its own all-time record for most bids in a single NCAA tournament. That is great for the perception of a league that has been right up there with the Big 12 as the best conference in America this year. And it is really great for the war chest of the ACC because eight blocks means you're going to make mega millions of dollars. The possibility of 9, 10, or long shot 11, which would tie the old Big East for the most from any conference in the history of the NCAA tournament, most bids from any single conference ever. I don't think the ACC is going to get to 11, mind you, but 9 or 10 would be an unbelievable success story financially and in every other way if the Orange or the Irish or both end up on the right side of the cut line. 1-800-849-2761. Elsewhere in the in the state of North Carolina, you know, UNCG has already punched its ticket as the Southern Conference champion. They get an automatic bid. Elsewhere, there are no at-large bids in our state beyond the Blue Devils, the Tar Heels, and the Wolfpack. Everybody else who's still playing has to win their conference tournament, whether it's App State in the Sun Belt, ECU as the ultimate long shot in the AAC, or North Carolina A&T or NC Central, which are good teams among other good teams competing as we speak in the quarterfinals of the MEAC tournament in Norfolk, Virginia. We, we will have at least four teams representing North Carolina in the biggest dance of all there is a chance that we will get more than that. That is this week's NCAA Bubble Watch. Remember, buckle up in North Carolina or face a fine of $179 or more. That is every seat, every time. It's the law.